Hey guys, we're going to uh, continue our, our series in Ephesians um, this week, and we're going to be picking up right where Brock left, left off. I miss Brock. Do you miss Brock? He's been gone a long time, it feels like. Maybe it's just me. Nobody misses Brock. Okay. Hope, hope he's not watching. Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to pick up in verse 25. Are you ready? It's fall break. People are coming back in town. It'll be okay. People will come back. Welcome back for those of you who've been vacationing without us. It's been nice. Here we go. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 25 through 32 is where we're going to hang out. This is what the Word says. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Verse 31, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Verse 32, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as in God, Christ forgave you. God, that's my prayer over this place today, that we would embrace these words, that you would open our eyes to their truths, um, that you might show us something maybe we haven't seen before, maybe we could put away some things we've never put away before. Um, God, I don't know. I, I, I feel like... Today, you just want me to get up here and just kind of gush about your goodness. And so, that's what I'm going to try to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, used to have a friend, still have a friend. He's in heaven now. His name's Rod Collins. Um, he always told me, anytime you see the word therefore in the Bible, you're supposed to do one thing. I've said this before, do you know what it is? Ask what it's there for. He was a great theologian. He really was. I mean, he got a lot deeper than that. But it's always stuck with me. Therefore is the first word in verse 25. So how do we find out what it's there for? We go back and we look at what Brock talked about last week. He talked about the verses right before that when he said, if you're in Christ, you shouldn't walk like the world walks. You shouldn't want what the world wants. You shouldn't talk like the world talks. You should follow Jesus and not follow your heart. Do you remember this? He also said, if you spend time in the serpent's presence, don't be surprised to be stricken by the serpent's bite. And do you remember what he said after that? He said, if that's you, if you're, like you're playing with things you're not supposed to be playing with, 
It was, it was deep. Do you remember it? Stop! Stop. Repent. Calloused hearts lead to lifeless lives. He said, instead of practicing sin, pursue God's righteousness more than your happiness. And you might just find both. Pretty brilliant. I mean, he was on last week. I mean, if I'm being honest, I could just stop right there. And just, we could replay his sermon from last week. But we're going to move forward to this passage because of all that stuff. Because we can't just keep living that kind of life. Therefore, and this is beautiful stuff. This is the practical stuff to keep you from living that kind of life. Okay? Verse 25. Therefore, having put away falsehood. What is falsehood? How would you define it? Class participation. Falsehood. Lie, faking, posing, pretending, masking, coping, saying I'm fine when you're not fine. Okay, news alert. None of you are fine. Okay? I mean, you're redeemed. You're saved. Your eternity is secure. But in this world, you will have trouble. It's the way it is. So you don't have to pretend to be fine. I was in Haiti a couple weeks ago. And I was on the phone with Dr. Abby for the 18th time. And she said to me, it's okay to not be okay. So I'm, I'm, you all have permission. It's okay today, because Abby said so. God says so. Put away all falsehood. Any kind of posing, pretending, having put away all of that stuff, then you can speak the truth to people. You can actually speak the truth to the person next to you. If you put away falsehood, because we are all members of each other. We are joined together. That's what the Word says. And it's each one of you. Guys, stop putting so much pressure on Brock. It's not his job. It's your job to speak the truth. It's the the person you look up to the most in the world. No. It's your job. Let each one of you speak the truth. Nobody is exempt. What if we all did that? Well, a lot of people have their feelings hurt, for one thing, because we don't like to hear the truth. But you can speak the truth in love. Verse 27 says this, Give no opportunity to the devil. What is the opportunity? What's the context? Look look back at the verse. Go up one verse, verse 26. Be angry, do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Give no opportunity to 
to the devil. How many people go to bed angry? A lot of days. And that is the opportunity the devil's looking for. Because we're going to see what it leads to as we get further into this passage. Before I go further into that, look at verse 28. First time I really preached this passage was in, was in Haiti at a church in the mountains. And it was like everyone was coming to me and everybody just wants something, you know. They're, like the whole place is full because we're feeding people afterwards. And so sometimes I don't say the right thing. And so I said the true thing. And I said, most of you are only here because you're getting food after. But this is the real food. And the pastor got up after that and he said, Oh, Pastor Mark, you make big problem for me. Big problem. But it was true. And I t- but I told him, look, you guys, because like, they're grown men, strong men, much Bigger, stronger, faster, better than most of us could ever be. But they're just holding their hand out. And I'm thinking, go out and do something for somebody else. Not for yourself, but because then you can share with someone else. It's not, see, I'm not always going to be there. Guys, there are people in your lives that need you to rise up. Just to have something to share with them. It could be a kind word. It could be, who knows what it is. It could be anything. Am I telling the truth, Colby? You've been there, right? You might have been there that day. Were you there? The day that I made big problem for him. Were you there? Okay. Let the thief no longer steal but rather let him labor do an honest work with his own hands so that he can have something to share with someone in need. Verse 29, we're about to get real. Y'all ready? Any potty mouths in the the room? Abby says yes. Um, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as it fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. Talking less, listening more, it's pretty biblical, right? We don't have to say everything we think. We don't have to say everything we think. And by not saying everything we think, many times we honor God. Before we say something, do we think, okay, is this going to give grace to the person who hears it? Is it fitting the occasion?
See, I'm not a big fan of Facebook, social media, Instagram, Twitter, Yik Yak. I don't even know what that is, but my son does. I'm not a fan of any of those things because they all give you a platform to just say something in monologue. To, to voice an opinion without giving grace to the people who hear. Um, therefore, having put away falsehood, we shouldn't be that way. We should edify people with our words. And guys, I realize, I'm, I'm like looking in the mirror, I'm thinking, you are an awful person. And you're standing up here and you're saying this to these people. Um, I say a lot of things I shouldn't say. Doesn't make it right. And the Word of God says, therefore, because we shouldn't walk the way they walk, talk the way they talk, we should look different. We should sound different. I'm praying that we will be different. And here's two more things. This is, I'm, I'm serious. You guys are going to get out early today. I mean, it's up to Cody, actually. But I'm not going to talk long. Verse 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander all be put away from you along with all malice. Let's break it down a little bit, okay? That verse, let all bitterness. Wednesday I was at... Um, I had the privilege of being at Morning Point and the senior assisted living place. And, and I'm talking to, to, to all these people who are like, they're older than me, okay? I mean, probably in their 80s, okay? Lived a lot of life. Had a lot of loss. Um, Probably a lot of things that they would undo if they could, but they can't, and now they're where they are. But their faces were so joyful. I mean, these were people that, that wanted to be in the room, okay? The, I mean, the bitter ones were probably still back in their rooms, okay? But the people that were in there, I mean, I looked at them and said, you guys have done this. I can, I can see it in your faces. You've put away bitterness and wrath and anger. And you're just grateful that God's given you breath. Guys, there are some things in your lives right now that you cannot fix. Probably never will. God can. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he, he can't do anything. He can. But there are probably some relationships there are probably some, some things that have happened that are not going to be undone. But your choice is to put away bitterness, anger. See, bitterness leads 
to anger, and I'm not really sure. I've, I've asked, I asked the staff this, I asked Stacey and, and Brock this. I mean, the difference between wrath and anger, is, is wrath just anger being acted on? Is that it? What about malice? Malice is intentionally choosing to hurt someone else. Put it away. Guys, you might think that you have just cause for any of those things. But Paul said, therefore, because we can't walk the way they walk. We can't look the way they look. Live the way they live. Therefore, put these things away. Put them away. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor. Clamor. I love that word. What's, what's that mean? <laughs> Throwing bottles at the field. No. Noise. It's like, put, just, we don't have to make noise. We, the world is full of it. Full of noise. That's what I meant. Sorry, Mom, if you're watching. The world is full of noise. The church doesn't need to be a place of clamor. It needs to be a, a place of peace. Land in the plain. Verse 32. If we put those things away. Bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, slander, malice. Guess what's left? Be kind to one another. Tenderhearted. Do you remember what... Brock talked about last week when he, he talked about why the Gentiles were the way they were. It's because their hearts were hard. They had let their hearts get hardened so they couldn't feel. But Paul says, you walk this way. Be kind to one another. Tenderhearted. Forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Has anybody in the, in the room done anything that needs to be forgiven? I know I have. Guess what? In Christ, you are forgiven. So, live that way for other people. Be kind, tender-hearted. There's some things in your life you just need to give up on. Some, some battles that you're never going to win, that prison cells that of your own making. Like, when you don't forgive someone, you're just, you're locking yourself in the, in the cell, not them. Therefore, because of what Jesus did, we don't have to live that guy. We can be different. I'm praying we will. Pray with you. Father, uh, I'm praying maybe that um, some, some prison cells would be opened today. Prison cells of, of our own making where we have just let bitterness and anger and wrath and malice, all those things kind of take over space that it has no right to because we've been redeemed, we've been delivered, we are loved. 
Our hands are clean and pure in you. We have no business living like that anymore. God, I pray some, some, uh, some things might be let go of today. And some freedom, just like we sang about. God, I felt freedom in the room as we, as we worshiped, as we were standing amazed in, in Your presence, just marveling at Your love. God, that love is big enough to deliver us from past failures and from past hurts and old grudges. It's big enough. I pray that we would walk in that. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand and worship in response to the word.